Hello, everyone, and welcome to Thrifters Villa, a podcast for resellers and entrepreneurs. I'm Daniela, and today I have Robin with me. Say hello, Robin. Hi, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) So Robin is one of our lovely Patreon members, and this is her co-host, co-produced episode this week. And we're going to be chatting about The Real Real, which I kind of prefaced last episode. Um, And this, what what we're going to do is we're going to break down The Real Real for you guys, because Robin is actually a master at The Real Real. You may (laughs) not know her because she's on a big social media presence, but she's better than me at the real real. So I learned from you though. Well, well, but you've progressed much faster than me. (laughs) (laughs) So a lot of you guys are always curious about the real real. What do you, how do you consign with them? What's their pricing? What's their, what, how do you source for them? How do you source on their platform? Right. All these different questions. So Robin and I, this episode are going to break it all down for you guys and hopefully encourage you to start using the real real as another way to create a stream of income. Um, I think right now, especially with everything that's been going on with Poshmark and eBay and those different platforms and how they're changing and, you know, it changes. So I just going to, I'm going to throw this out here as my two cents on everything. Whenever any platform changes their algorithm, it takes a long time for the AI, right? The, the robot, the computer in the background to catch up with everything. It needs to learn behaviors. It needs to do all of that. Um, what Poshmark did... <laughs> <laughs> it's not correct. They tried. I give them an A for trying. And um, they apologized. And, and they did apologize. It took them a little bit. But <laughs> um, I do think that the direction that they want to go in where sharing won't be such an important piece of it. And it's going to be more focused on your words and, and the way that you're creating your listing being more important and kind of not, I'm not going to say mimicking eBay because eBay is totally different, but like that same kind of SEO type of a listing. I think that's the right direction if they eventually want to be a global platform like eBay is. So I think they're trying to do the right thing. And, um, but I know a lot of people are really nervous and they're trying to look at different ways to make money because they were kind of at a standstill for almost two weeks. Some people are still not really seeing things pick back up. So today um, I want us to focus on another way that you guys can make money and it's a way that I've made lots of money. It's a way that Robin makes lots of money and, um, and how we, I use it to source too. So I do want to talk about that as well in this episode, because I think there's lots of opportunity on the real, real. Um, but before we do all of that, I want to give the floor to Robin and have her kind of tell you a little bit about herself and how she kind of got into reselling, what sparked this interest with the real, real, all that fun stuff. So take it away, Robin. Well, thank you so much, Daniela. And I'm really excited to be here. Um, I love you. Okay. <laughs> I love you. I've learned so much. Okay. So first of all, um, I'm from New Orleans. So if you hear an accent or whatever, apologies, but it comes and I'm super squeaky and whatever. And luckily they don't have to watch my eyes roll when I get nervous. because that happens. <laughs> That's all right. They have to listen to my Rhode Island accent the whole time. So they'll be fine. All right. There you go. Um, so basically, um, getting started, like I've always been a bargain shopper, a, never a thrifter. Um, I mean, when I was a little girl, like my mom did, we did a dress up like your mommy party and I got to get like a mommy outfit at, at the thrift store. And that's kind of all. Um, but like when I was younger, um, do you remember the real basement and filings in Boston? Yes. Yeah. And you like, so that's like my first Ben's experience. I, I consider mean, that. That's a, that's a pretty good experience. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. <laughs> and the stuff that's there. So anyway, um, so anyway, the first time I started reselling was in college. It was um, like the textbooks. 
And it wasn't just my textbooks. It was whatever books were on my shelf. I realized, ooh, they'll take them back. Mm -hmm. And this was in the 90s. So it's not like I had, you know, the ability to scan anything. And and then in like the early 2000s, I got, um, I joined um, Stampin' Up! And as I was a hobbyist. So, but I had to order a minimum every quarter to like keep my discount. And so um, I had way too much stuff. And so I learned how to get rid of the stuff once they, stamps retired, because I did it for over five years. I like, whatever. And um, I sold them on eBay. This was early 2000s. And I don't have that account anymore because I didn't use it for so long. And yeah. I tried to get it back because I had like, hun- oh, like lots of feedback. But this is when I was like waiting for checks to come in the mail. It was so and different. <laughs> it was so different. They had, they had just rolled out PayPal maybe. Mm. And like I was like PayPal only. And people are like only. I'm like only. That yep. died. <laughs> so then, then in like 2007, I had my first kid and I'm really cheap and I want, but I want really nice stuff. So, um, story of my life, right. So like I would buy really nice maternity clothes at this consignment shop. And then I found out, Ooh, I can sell the kids clothes and buy like new with tag stuff too. Mm-hmm. So I did that with the kids stuff. And, and then like, I would, I love Lily Pulitzer. So I would like take some of my Lily Pulitzer stuff to a different consignment store, not the mommy one. And, but that was it. Like, that's the extent of my selling until this past May, um, May of 2021. Like, yeah. um, we were kind of on like a COVID breakish. Yeah. And um, I went back home to New Orleans for the weekend um, to have some me time. Um, and my mom uh, had this wasn't there, but she had a dress there. It was a brand new St. John knit with tags. And she told me she wanted me to sell it. And I was like, what am I supposed to, where am I going to sell this? I don't know. And so I was also listening to, um, uh, I love the, uh, what are they, what are they? true crime podcasts. And so these, oh, I listen to right. So um, small town murder with James and Jimmy oh, and they, them. I know they're the best. And so, and you know, I love, I love them. And so, um, and I'm, that's the only other group I'm a Patreon of too. <laughs> and, um, they at one point had an ad from the real, real, like, honestly, that was it. Like, <laughs> and so I was like, all right, let me go look at it. And then I had, um, listened to some email about declutter. I mean, some podcasts about decluttering and I had taken notes at one point, it talked about Poshmark and the real, real and this and that. So that was it. I, I mean, I called up the real, real and I got a virtual, um, girl, uh, woman on the phone and we did a, uh, FaceTime and she was, she had been in the, the DC area, which is where we are, but she had in the middle of the pandemic moved to New York And I had her for the first 30 days and we kind of went through stuff and um, I brought down a huge pile of clothes and she's like, no, no, no. Yeah. I'll take the St. John new with tags, which only sold for $35, but we'll get to that in the episode. (laughs) No, sorry. It sold for 70. I got 35. (laughs) We'll get to to that. We'll get to that. Um, And so, and then, so Jenny, um, I'm sorry. So Allie, I had Allie for the first month and she was a doll. Um, and in that time I used the, um, the kid glove services. 
for yes. pickup. And I know you want to talk about that later. Yes. And then after that, um, I graduated to another consultant, Jenny, who's my consultant now, who I absolutely we love, love. Jenny. I don't know Jenny and I oh love my- her. So. <laughs> she's so great. I actually need to text her to see what time she's coming over tomorrow because I have bags and skis and things waiting for her. So that's that's it. That's my story. And since then, I just checked. Um, in retail sales for the real real to date, I have over thirty two thousand dollars. And in commission, I have over twelve thousand dollars. Now I started this in May, yeah. <laughs> really June. Yeah. And um, it's my main platform. So yeah. So how did you get into Poshmark then? Poshmark, I basically used as my rejects from the real real. Interesting. Totally opposite (laughs) of like what I do. So I put my Poshmark rejects to the real, real. (laughs) Robin does real, real rejects to Poshmark, but it works either way. It doesn't matter what way you look at it. It it functions the same way. But, but, but I'm, I'm lazy and I want to do less work. You have to put in more work. I don't. How can I put in the least amount of work and make the most money? Mm -hmm. And for me, it's the real, real. I love sourcing. I love when my favorite, I mean, I love like when you touch it and you know it's good and I'm like, yes, but I don't want to list it. Or I'll look on Poshmark and see, and I'm still, and then I'm like, okay, maybe I'll list it on Poshmark. But then Jenny ends up coming over to the house to like come and process everything. I'm like, forget it. I have too many things in my death pile. It's going to the real, real. Yeah. (laughs) And, And let them photo it and work it out for me. Yeah. I, I, you know, when I first learned about the real, real, it was from Jack, Jack and Ryan, um, Mm -hmm. Jack Valentine. And, and I saw the possibility because I was on Poshmark of, okay, so I have all these great pieces that I find and either a, I don't have to photograph them all. I just throw them in a box, just like you're saying, or I have these really great pieces. I want to try to sell them myself. And they're just not like maybe Posh, maybe there just isn't the right community for it on Poshmark, on eBay, on Mercari, which is 100% 100% true. I don't care what anyone says. Certain pieces, in my opinion, okay, I'll throw that out there, in my opinion, certain pieces just do not have the audience on reselling platforms unless it's a specific platform geared towards a particular clientele. The other thing is, what Jenny told me is the real is global. Right. Poshmark? Not. not. not yet, anyway. And And even so, are we even allowed, I know they have it in other countries, but no, we America that. only sells it to America. Yeah, I right. Think like we try, can't I think eventually they'll they'll try to be like an eBay where there's global shipping, but it's going to take them a long time to get there. Well, it's taken eBay a long time to get to this yeah. Kentucky thing, you know, yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> so uh, but, you know, and then that's what I love. And the other thing I love is I don't have to negotiate mm. prices. Mm-hmm. I don't have to get lowball. I mean, I, you know. I put up a nice watch on eBay the other day and I started getting offers and sob stories about the, and And I don't want, I don't deal with that with the yeah. real, real. It, I send it, they sell it. If somebody returns it, nah. it's yeah. really sad when somebody returns like a $200 sale, you're like, yeah. Oh, that's a bummer versus a $12 commission. You're like, uh. yeah, whatever. Not a big deal. Right. Um, I, so let's, let's start from the beginning. Right. So mm-hmm. there are lots of people who, either watch my YouTube videos or they ask me questions about the real, real, like, how do you even get started? Like, I'm like, I have items. I just don't feel comfortable 
sending things in because I see their pricing structure and I'm just not comfortable with only making $12, $15, $25, whatever it is. Like you just said, you only made $35 <laughs> on that St. John dress. Right. And before we even go into detail on that, I'm just going to give an overarching, um, I guess, idea of it all. And it's your, do not think of the real, real, like you do Poshmark and eBay. It's not the same thing when it comes to the amount of money that you're going to make on each piece. So I'm going to expand on that. When you have a St. John piece that you sell yourself, that's new with tags, you are probably going to, instead of getting $35, get the $75 that the real real sold it for, right? right? Correct. You only got the commission portion of it, which was the $35 because you were at the, whatever tier it was that you were at. No, it's because when it was originally priced, it was over the 50% Got it. Whatever. It was over that value. So it yeah. had ca- crossed the $95 or $100 mm-hmm. threshold, mm-hmm. but so got marked down and marked down and marked down and marked down. Um, right. So I wasn't even at that. It wouldn't have mattered. I was still at 50% no matter what with that dress. Gotcha. Um, but because of the original price point. Right. So people have a hard time understanding that. Like, well, if I could just sell it myself and sell it for a hundred dollars and I'll just do that. Okay. But how long are you going to sit on that piece? This is the question I ask yes. everyone. Yes. How long are you going to sit on the piece before it even sells for a hundred? Or are you going to end up only selling it for $70? Yes. $60. And how much do you have invested in that piece? Now with that piece, it was really easy. However, my mom probably wouldn't have been so thrilled if she found out that I only got $35 for it, which now she will when she listens to yes. this. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> I love you. Um, <laughs> um, but um, it, it, it's, I had nothing invested in it. Mm-hmm. So it was no work for me to put it in a box and have a man come to the door and take it. Now, let me tell you about the concern part. Um, first of all, because I don't just do clothing. And I know you want to no, get into that not. as well. No, and, and, and yes, no, I do not. But let me get into the whole, um, the whole breakage and, 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 and issues with that. And that does happen. I mean, especially with the amount that you all the time. <sighs> so um, the, when I originally started before I had Jenny here and Allie was still in, in New York, they sent a man to the house and he mm-hmm. called before. Yep. And he said, I'm coming. And he was lovely and wonderful. And, and everything that went with him was just closed at the time. Cause I was just starting with that, maybe a couple of handbags. And then the next time I got more adventurous and I was an avid Barbie collector since I was in high school, maybe even middle school. And they, they, I had a Bob Mackie Barbie that, and you know, with Barbies, it's the box the box right, can't be the box. Right. So um, the clothes were all smooshed in a bag. The Barbies, you know, ah, and I even took pictures and everything like how they were. And I had run out because the last the the last pickup had been so wonderful that my husband stayed home and and the guy called and he's like, yeah, you can just leave it out front. And I'm like, huh? And it didn't go so well. And and the Bob Mackie Barbie got lost. Oh, no. Yeah. And so um, the other two sold the Escada Barbie sold and whatever else it was sold to. And the Mackie got lost. And luckily I had pictures of how beautifully I had it packaged because I was worried about the the box getting bumped. Right, right. And um, so they paid me out for it, but it it was sad. That was sad. But they righted the wrong and, you know, it was frustrating. And then there have been times where other things have happened too. And so you do worry about it. But I'll tell you, um, 
the minute Jenny leaves my house with it, it's the real real's responsibility. So, um, you know, I do some of the things I sell. I do some hard goods. I do China. They take Havilland China. Some days they take it. Some days they don't, which is another story about the real real. <laughs> right. And they'll take certain pieces and not other pieces. Um, whatever. It's 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 a it's kind of like playing the lottery, like bingo, like what number is going to come up next? Like bing bing. No. <laughs> <laughs> so the minute I I don't feel comfortable shipping, you know, thirty five pieces of Havilland China to like New York even or even down the street. I'm not going to package that right. But the minute it leaves my house, if they break it, guess what? Even if they reject it and they break it, and they've done that and they've you know. They've paid me out for it. Um, you know, I just had a piece come back when I opened it, like the day of, and I opened like pieces fell off, and I was like, oh! I took pictures. I sent a, I sent the shipping number, and you know, it's been moved up the chain, and you know, so I know they'll they'll deal with it. I mean, it takes a little bit of follow up, but because nobody wants to just hand you money. Yeah, definitely. But they've always been wonderful with that. Yeah, I, I think the Real Real as a whole is a great company. Their customer service. I have never had a negative experience. I've had, you know, instances where I've had to follow up and stuff, but that's with any business and any company. And especially right now, everyone is so short staffed. And yes, you just, they're coming. They're getting better. <laughs> they are. They're definitely getting better. And you need to be patient. Um, with every business, whether it's the supermarket down the street or it's a big yes. company like the Real Real or ThreadUp. I know ThreadUp is notorious for being ridiculously, uh. yeah, I get that. <laughs> but like, you are putting something in their hands, so that's a choice that you made. So you just have to sit back, wait, follow up, do what you got to do, but you've put it in another business's hands. It's not yeah. in your hands anymore. And 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 the thing is, um, when you talk about people worrying, what they need to realize is you have to wait. It is a waiting game. Mm -hmm. You can't expect it to be immediate. When I have big hauls and Jenny comes and gets like a bunch of stuff, it's not going to be next week I get paid. I have to wait now. And I'm in expedited processing, as I'm sure you are, because we're in the VIP whatever range. And even expedited processing, like they'll open the box and they know the rejects right away. Okay. Immediately. <laughs> you get those. And then they open the box and you know the brands that they'll take and they put them in a pile. And then, and the first thing to get photographed is like shoes and tops. But the really expensive stuff or the niche type stuff takes so long. Do you know, I sent skis in, brand new skis I ran into at the Goodwill for like $19, still in the wrapping. They just, in, we sent them in December, maybe? They just got listed and accepted. We are in, what month is this? It's the end of February. Yeah. And they, so it's like, you can't, and then, so, so that happens, you know? And then it's like, oh my God, they listed them for what? And you're like shocked. Like I had this little tiny Baccarat like wine thing. I don't even know what it was. It fell out the basket and almost broke. And I like chased it down the Goodwill. <laughs> <laughs> I paid like $3 for it. It got listed for $165. i am like, what? You know, but then a Lafayette dress that's brand new with tags gets listed for 50 right. And you're like, what? <laughs> And I think as, as Amber says on Amber says what you know yeah. on, on, on Jimmy, what? <laughs> and that's kind of part of I think the the bottleneck that a lot of people have yes. is 
why are they only listing it at $50? And I've explained this in a YouTube video and I've explained it in on Instagram, but I'll explain it here again. And I've, I think I probably explained it in the podcast before too. <laughs> you cannot anticipate the same pricing model on the real real as you would on a reselling platform that you're doing yourself. And the reason is the real real has certain metrics and algorithms that mm-hmm. they work with just like every retailer that exists out there. And they look at the market trends and they look at the trends within the brand. And that's why they promote certain brands when they do and promote certain styles. They do go on their homepage. That's all you need to do. And that tells you what they want right now, what's selling and what they're pushing out there. Well, they always want Christian Dior and they always want Carolina Herrera and Gucci and and Hermes. They always want that. (laughs) But but they're, you know, I mean, yeah, but then it's random, like they'll take rag and bone and they'll take champion, but only sometimes in the men's and not the women's and sometimes in the women's and not. And that's, you know, we were talking about that the other day. Like Judy says, she says, I don't understand. They'll take it in the kids, but not in the adults, but they'll take it in the men's and not the women, like Under Armour. Sometimes they I just, I made, <laughs> I made a YouTube video today and I, and I mentioned Under Armour because they have so much men's Under Armour. It yes. is unbelievable to me that it's even on the website. Never mind. Mine sells. I mean, not for much, but when I go to, you know, Goodwill and our Goodwill, the color of the week is 75% off. So, you know, That's when the men's good. pants are $1.25 a piece, I don't mind picking them up because if not, I'll just donate them back. Um, you know, and well, first I'll take them to the buy, sell trade and then I'll donate right, them back. Right. And, and yeah, they put them up for $25. They sell for 20 and I'm like, sweet. That's, you know, I mean, it's only a $6 commission, but at the same time, when I'm only putting out a $1.25, a $6 commission for no work is fantastic. Yeah. And, and enough six that's do- important thing to remember. Yes. So their algorithms work a certain way. They look at the data. They say, okay, this brand, whatever brand it is, okay, brand A typically sells on our platform at $75. It has a 80% sell-through rate when it's $75. Okay, we're going to mark every single piece that comes in by this brand for $75. We know it's going to sell. Right. Then they have other brands because all of a sudden this another brand A starts to tank and they're like, okay, people aren't looking at this brand anymore. What? Oh, wait, all of a sudden Theory's not getting accepted. Oh, and don't even get me started. They don't like Escada. Who doesn't like Escada? Escada is beautiful. Don't. They don't it's like Escada. classic. Escada. It's elegant. How can you not like Escada? But again, the algorithm Ugh. tells them that it doesn't work. They're the algorithm is them. stupid. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Sorry. So- <laughs> So now they say, okay, brand A can't be marked at $75. It needs to be marked at 50 because people are not buying it until we mark it down to $50. And now people are starting to pick it up because right. everybody it, likes a sale, right? They saw it was on sale marks. So now you're skewing your, your, this is why I tell people you don't need to look at comps because everything gets skewed depending on what's happening in the world at that given point. So now your comps are skewed because People stopped looking at brand A because a new brand came up, right? Brand B is here, and now this is what everyone wants. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. So they're going to mark brand B is like $1,000 because everyone wants this one piece. 
and it might stay there for a very long time. And then eventually the same thing will start to happen. It starts to trickle down. That's just how retail works. Well, I would, general. you know, I was going to, as you were talking, I was thinking about my mom is a, um, an economics major in college. And she used to always just say supply and demand, supply and demand. And that's what it comes down to. Like mm -hmm. another one I just thought of while we were talking was like um, Versace. Mm hmm Oh my God. Like I found a Versace makeup bag and I guess it was leather, but it was the makeup. Like somebody probably got it as like a gift with purchase. Yeah, yeah. It sold for over $300. I paid like two fifty dollars for it. So what I'm trying to say too is, and, and I want to get to this point is you don't have to spend a lot no. to make money on the real real. I I, and first of all, let's talk about how I really got to my $10,000. I don't know if that's later on on your list. Oh, we can or, talk about it now, Robin. All right. I think it's really interesting um, how I got there. Um, yeah, because so here, here's the thing. Robin didn't get to the 10000 with clothes. Clothes no. were a factor of it, but that's not how she got there. No, clothes are going to keep me up because I don't know the clothes. I'm not a fashion person. I'm a, I'm a special ed teacher and a mom who spends her time on the floor. Listen, my husband used to fuss at me because he wears designer clothes because he's in sales. He has to be. And he used to always say to me, why don't you wear such and such? Why are you buying clothes at Old Navy? And I said, because I sit on the floor or I'm getting thrown up on. Those are my yeah, two exactly. professions. I'm either a special ed teacher or I'm a stay-at-home mom. So I'm getting Play-Doh or throw up or some other thing on projectiled onto me. I'm not wearing Valentino to do that. I'm sorry. Exactly. It needs to be wash and dryer safe. Yep. So I um, really got started beside the dress from mother. Um, when once Jenny started coming, Jenny's family is an estate business. And so I was like, she goes and she saw a couple of pieces in my in my den in my office. And she's like, oh, do you have more of that? And I'm like, yeah, but it's all in storage. Why? She's like, well, we'll take that. And I'm like, really? So I have two grandmas and one of them I didn't spend too much time with, but she had a lot of silver and um, I got a lot of her silver. And it's in storage. I mean, we use some of it because it's cute and it's around. And, and it might as well. Like I, like my pen holder is like an old sugar and creamer thing. Because, yeah. you, you know, what are you going to do with it? Um, so I got it out and I polished it. And I sent it to the real reel. And I sold it. And then my I went home at one point and my dad walked in with more silver for me to polish and it was black. I mean, y'all watched me like my hands yeah, yeah. and it was black. Um, and I'll tell you, it's, no, they only take certain brands of silver. They really like Wallace, pretty much anything Wallace they'll take and any, and, and a lot of sterling. Um, but anything silver plate, forget, unless it's Wallace. Wallace, they may take silver. They do take silver plate, but um and you got to polish it before you send it. Because if it's got any tarnish on it, they'll send it back. I mean, yes, they, they can't they, they can't polish anything. it. If it's got one little but, mark on it, you're getting yeah. it back. <laughs> but, you know, it's unbelievable. It was it was funny because, like, I sent in one silver thing and they priced it for, like, $30. And I was like, oh, this is going to stink. And then the Wallace stuff got priced. And I'm like, whoa. And, like, because I didn't pay for it. It was my grandmother's. And it was just given to me. And it was like, here you go. Like, in a stash of stuff. Want. Because uh, and, and and what's interesting is a lot of people just that gets pitched and that gets marked down. So, you know, that silver, not just the weight of it, the brand is, you know, there's going to be a rush into the thrift store now. Go find Wallace silver or silver plate because 
the real real loves it. Yeah, and I think there's something to be said about the new categories they came out with right in the middle of the <laughs> pandemic, right? When they came out with the um, trading cards, sports oh. trading cards that are graded. That's that's important. It has to be graded. Yeah. Um, the and comics. Inter- what? Comics. Yeah. Don't comics don't they have world. comics too? Yep. Comics. I'm not even. I'm not delving into those. Yep. Sports related <laughs> things like golf clubs, skis, all that stuff. And um, any of this um, outdoor wear, like, or camping type things, they're taking. Yeti. They like brand, certain brands, like Yeti, mm-hmm. um, Smith. Oh, um, Coleman? I don't know if they take Coleman. I don't think so. I think they really just want Yeti right now. Um, uh, but it's funny because I bought one that one pair of skis that were brand new. And I sat and I didn't buy another. I mean, we have skis in the shed, which I haven't used in 10 years, but I'm not getting rid of them yet. Yeah. <laughs> Although they're newer skis. And and they since my other ones finally got listed, I have I have another pair that I need to clean up that I did finally buy because I didn't want to start collecting skis. Right. Well, um, I mean it's it's a bigger product, right? Right. It's awkward to clean and to store and do everything. What's nice is that you have someone from the real world coming to your house that you don't have yes. to worry about shipping. Because if you were trying to if yeah. I were to try to ship skis. Forget it. I don't even know no. what I would do. I don't even no. know how to ship that. No, I told I told Jenny, I said, make sure the car is empty. I said, even though I haven't really, I've kind of taken Lori's like thriftless February and just yeah. kind of like, because I, and, and it, for somebody who hasn't thrifted very much in February, I've got like five bags. Now, a lot of those bags are also rejects from the real real that are going back to the real real. I don't right. know if you want to talk about that a little bit too. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I know you do, yeah. you know, but so, yeah, so um, I got, so I got to my 10,000 pretty much by silver. <laughs> Which is crazy because when most people think of the real world, they think of clothing, shoes, handbags, like the typical right. stuff. Right. I mean, the handbags did pretty well for me too, but the silver really right. bumped it up. And jewelry too, old jewelry. Um, they take gold. It has to be 14 karat or above. Mm. Um, and sterling. sterling silver, right? Yeah, well. Yes and no. You know, it's funny. I've had a Tiffany bracelet on there that was mine that, that I got years ago. It, it's still sitting there, but they haven't marked it down either. So it probably I got lost. They marked down. So there's a few jewelry pieces that I have liked that I would like to purchase for myself on the real real. They I have liked them for over a year and they have yet to mark them down. I don't think they mark down jewelry like they do everything else. I think clothing, they get such an abundance of it that they have right. to mark it down in that fashion. Like it's got to move. Right. Um, why, while jewelry and other pieces and hard goods, um, it's different. They don't. Yeah. It's they, a different no, and they, market. And they don't mark down the sterling quickly. They yeah. do eventually. Another thing I sent in, which was really interesting, was like a series of like Haviland China plates. I have no idea what it is. I sourced them off of Poshmark mm. for like $50. They were originally listed for over 400 I think they sold for like two. No, I think I got 200 in commission. So I did pretty well because I was in the 70% by the time they sold. So That's fantastic. They just recently well- sold. Let's talk. I, we totally bypassed the commission part of it because we were talking about what <laughs> selling on there. So the real real has various commissions, right? They have oh my God. the entry level one, which I believe is still 40% that you're getting off of items. I don't think that's changed. Or are you getting 30%? No, it's 30. Everything under $100, under $95 is, is 30, 30 okay. for all of for every right, for everyone. That doesn't matter. So it's 30%. I thought it was certain brands. We are right. It's the dollar amount. Then you can get, but then you get bumped up. Right. You get to the 50 55. Mark. Yeah. 50, 55. It's in that range. Then you get to, then there's the, the then 70%. you sit for a really long time until you get to the top of the mountain. 
Yeah, and that's the 70%. And that's where I'm at right now. So now once you hit the 70% or once you hit any, it doesn't matter which tier you hit, right? Once you hit a tier, you need to maintain that for a full, so you have it, but you, in order to stay there, you've got to maintain that for a full year. So you got to keep sending things so you don't get bumped down all the way to the bottom, which is what Robin's doing now and what I'm doing now to stay at 70%. I, I have a lot of work to do <laughs> because I didn't send, send things in for three months. So now I, I have to like kick it into high gear and send a bunch of stuff so that I can maintain. I don't want to lose that 70%. It's going to be very, very difficult to go back to it because you need to sell $10,000 worth of things. Retail, not commission, retail. Right. Retail. That's a lot. Well, and it's, it's their pricing. I mean, you have, it you can't, it it's, it's not like other platforms where you right. can make your pricing. I mean, I have gone in and said to what happens is I have a, a girl who works there who I send emails to and I'll say to her, um, there was one belt that sold and thank goodness got sent back. <laughs> it had a 14 karat gold belt buckle and um, they sold it for $95. And luckily the person that bought it didn't realize what they had and they decided they didn't right. want it. And they returned it. And I said, when it got listed, it got approved and listed in the same day. And I was because, you know, belts are easy. And I had emailed her before that happened. And I said, this is a problem. And then it was gone. So luckily it came back. They reappraised it. She's like, oh, yeah, it needs to be listed at five hundred and ninety five dollars. And I'm like, hmm. So, I mean, you know, you things like that you can call and talk about prices with. But like for this for the same thing, let's go back to our friend Lafayette 148. I had a dinner jacket that I knew was a beautiful dinner jacket. I mean, I paid $7 for it, but, (laughs) you know, but they listed it for 50 and I questioned it. And she came back to me and she said, look, after we did the research, this is the price. Sorry. Right. And that all goes back to, they go back to their market research and they say, "Mm, I know it's a great piece and it's beautiful, but we can't sell it for more than that. I've tried to negotiate pricing before too. Um, It's very difficult. Okay. So it's not like you can convince them. It is very difficult to convince them to change the price. I was able to convince them once and they only increased the price of a Chloe dress by a hundred dollars. I was amazed they even did that. Yeah. They Uh, do mark Chloe low. They mark Chloe extremely low, which is mind boggling to me, but they do the same with other big brands too. So Chloe is always marked really low. And I fought on it because it was a vintage evening wear gown and it was beautiful. And I was like, this does not the 200 price tag is not sufficient for this no. dress give it back to me I, I was i was mean about it and i never mean to them i was like just give it back to me because that's a disgrace that you're going to list it that low so i held on to it for a little bit because i do that i play games with the real real as i'm sure robin does yeah, too yeah you have to play games that's just the way it works so i took it back and then i sent it back in like a month or two later they priced it at 500 and it sold at 350 so it all depends Okay. So that's the thing too. Like this new thing you'll get is does not meet minimum price, whatever. I don't know if you've seen that. I haven't seen it yet. I just sent that box. um, All right. Well, I'm very curious to see how this goes now. The the feedback is interesting and brand not accepted. And I'm like looking down the list in the same exact, in the same exact um, box. I don't know if it's in the same box, but it was in the same manifest thing. Yeah same brand and they took it i'm like what so it's it is it's this is one of the games that you play um is if it comes back to me 
okay, it's funny. So the day, what happens is they sit on everything for a while. And then I finally send an email and I'm like, yoo-hoo. And then I get 60 pounds worth of stuff back. Mm -hmm. And what I do is then I sit on the floor and I go, all right, what am I going to do with this? And I started to make a video about it because I know you guys want me to do a YouTube and I just haven't gotten the nerve up. And and so I sit with the box and I go, okay, this is going to go back. And I don't even look at it. I'm like, yeah. they sent me back a Toomey suitcase. Oh, that's another thing. Suitcases. I've sent in Toomey yeah. and bricks. Um, and we, I found a, a garment bag and my husband goes, I have this garment bag upstairs. Should we sell it too? And I'm like, no, you need your garment bag. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I have one just like this. I'm like, I know it's Toomey, which is where I learned about these brands. Because again, stay at home mom and school teacher, you're not right, using right. Your husband's teaching you without even knowing it. <laughs> He's tra- He's the international traveling guy, businessman who needs to look good and have good luggage. And I, on the other hand, I'm like, huh? Yeah. So, <laughs> so, you know, it's... It, it's a game. So tomorrow when she comes, you know, there's a new Toomey bag, the old Toomey bag they sent back, a bunch of other things they sent back because that brand wasn't accepted. But this week it'll be accepted, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what I do when the boxes come. I'm like, what goes to the real real? What goes to buy, sell, trade? What? And then, you know, then I take that and I'm, then because we have a kids buy, sell, trade and we have like, a you know, the grown up one and then whatever. But apparently I'm too mature for the that was the word they used. Uh, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. That term before. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm not. I'm like, I'm, I'm in my early forties. I'm, I'm, I'm mature, which that made me sad. Um, <laughs> but then she said, Robin, we're taking mature shoes this week, so I wanted to tell you because they're out of shoes. Well, they're still too mature. They didn't want Ferragamo, which is another brand they price way too low on the real real. Yes, I, they, mm. we should just have. You know what we should do is we should just create a list. <laughs> Of all the brands, they price way too low and put them on blast about it because there's certain brands I just don't understand. Stuart Weitzman? Yeah, but you know what? People keep sending them the really crappy old vintage shoes, and that's why I think they price them so low because I've had really pretty shoes priced high. That's true. I did have a pair with little crystal sandals that I thought about keeping, and then when I saw the price they put them out, I'm glad I didn't for $125. So I'm like, yeah. all right. I think it depends on the style. I, I really do. I think the majority of the ones they get are just, Older. Well, and, and again, here's the next question. And we've talked about this in the group is, you know, some of the, the girls in the group have said, well, you know, I'm going to call them back. And I said, well, how much did you spend on them? And if you spent not that much on it and you're willing to just let them store it, sell it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're probably not going to get less than five dollars commission. I don't think that I've ever gotten less than a $5 commission. I could be wrong. I might've gotten three. No, I might've gotten, gotten $3. I think I did get $3 on, on, oh, that's another one that really made me mad was Xenia. <laughs> my husband pays retail for Xenia. And I thought, oh my God, when I found that in the thrift store, oh my God, I'm golden. They yeah. put the men's button downs for $25. I was I like, know. do you know what they charge at the store for this There's shirt? There's another brand they do that too that's men's too. Elton? Miss Sony. Elton, I think. Oh, the Allen, Ed- Allen Edmonton shoes. No, it's a button down. I don't know if it's called Elson oh. or Elton. I don't remember because it's an E. But the button downs are always $25, but they retail for like $600. It's insane. Yes. I was furious, but here's, oh, here's something really funny. If you go look at, oh, sorry. If you go look at my, it's Maddie's bedtime. If you go look at my, um, at the stuff that I have, which you can't go by closet, but I find this, I love men's sports coats. That's another golden one because they make a lot of money. 
I have the same exact Zinnia sport coat. One they listed at three seventy five, and one they listed at fifty five. So, and I'm not oh calling God. to complain because yeah. I'm going to get seventy percent on one and yeah. six dollars on the other. Yeah. But I said to my husband, and he goes, "Well, it's a different thing." And I said, "Mark, it was the same jacket." Yeah. Yeah. It just, just is a crapshoot. And <laughs> and I I could call and I could ask, but then they may lower the $300 one and I don't want to do that. <laughs> right, because you don't know it could not work in your favor and they could say, "Well, that was priced incorrectly. It really should be priced $50 like the other one." And you don't right. want that. Boop, to boop, My boop, golden boop. rule for everyone, I have said this time and time again, if you are spending $5 and below and sending things in, leave it. Leave it. Just leave it. The only time you need to pull it is when you're going to make less than that $5. And then the other question you need to ask before you recall is when I recall this, what are my intent? Like, what is my intent with this? Am I going to relist it myself or am I just going to donate it? If you're just donating it, just there's a third option. What's the third one? Well, you know, you taught me this when it gets to 75% off, you pull it back and then you send it back. And guess what? It's a fresh listing. That too. (laughs) Oh, sorry. I did that just recently. Sorry about the background noise. There's a nine-year-old who seems very excited out there. Um, (laughs) I, I had a, like a Burberry shirt that I had sourced off a thread up Mm -hmm. and a Lafayette dress that was silk and all of it went down to 75% off. I yanked it back. They sent it home to me. And the next time Jenny showed up, I sent it back with her. Do it all the time. But some people (laughs) don't want to do that, right? Some people are like, I don't want to be bothered with it because I hear this all the time. Well, I'm just, I don't want to be bothered with it. So, you know, I'm just, I I, I want to just take it back and then I'm going to send it to ThreadUp. ThreadUp might end up doing the exact same thing. You have no idea. Well, if you send it to (laughs) ThreadUp. You're going to wait seven months. (laughs) Right. First of all, you have to get a label. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Step one: retrieve a label, and good luck with that. Unless you can find a store that has a partner kit, and then you yeah, but then the it's a partner kit. kit, and you have no control on the pricing. Correct. You're just okay. You get the payout, which isn't bad. No, and I, I don't mind. Like the payouts are better when um, they are, especially because then you get that fifteen percent bump too, and you don't have to wait to see if it sells. Right, and then but I mean, you do have its perks. It does. You have control of the pricing, and they have a bigger. They have a different market. Different market. And that Lafayette that you can only price out at 50 on the real reel. I just sold a Lafayette jacket for $200 on ThreadUp. Well, so story. Um, I sold a bunch of, I sent, I should say, a bunch of free people that I had had sitting in my closet for a really long time right before we moved. And I sent it to ThreadUp because I was like, I don't, I don't want this. And a lot of it was new with tag because it was stuff that I had when I first started sourcing. Right. And I thought that free people was the be all end all before I learned that they're just certain things that sell. <laughs> and I sent them all to ThreadUp and they have all sold for $85 plus like 150, 175, depending on the piece. And they retail, some of them retailed for like 290, 300. So they sold for a lot more than I probably would have ever gotten if I sold it mm-hmm. myself. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah. And that's not I mean, even a brand the real real looks at. No, they don't care about free people. No, <laughs> they don't care. I, at all. I can tell you that's not a brand that I, I don't even pick up. No, but it does really well on Thread Up. And I just learned that from experience. I'm sure there's different resources out there that could teach you all of that. But um, yeah, and so now I'm like, okay, I'll, I won't second guess free people. If I sit on it for a little bit, I have no problem then sending it into Thread Up. And then thread up. 
I do partner kits mostly because I like to buy things for myself and that's a way for me to do it, or I use it to source. So I got a partner, so you can get a partner kit for whatever brand that you want and then use that money, reinvest those items that weren't selling for you that were stale on whatever platform that it was, and then reinvest it in pieces that are really great that are new with tags that you then can list yourself. That's another way to do it. I am a big um, advocate of just taking the pieces that are getting marked down getting them, reevaluate them. Just like Robin was saying, she sits on the floor and she reevaluates them. Um, make your decision as to where it's going to go. Is it going back to the real, real? Are you going to donate? You know, whatever you decide to do, box them back up, send them off again. And it's, and then you get an idea of maybe this next time when the person opens the box, maybe it's the right season for that <laughs> specific piece. Maybe they're seeing, I don't know, an influx of people buying the brand or people requesting the brand or whatever it is. They, they have their reasons for things, right? Um, I do want to touch upon one thing that you said, Robin, or maybe I said it, I don't remember, about pieces that are damaged or dirty or anything like that. I think you had said that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, so I said in the beginning episode, I've been sourcing on the real real, and I received a piece that I sourced that said it was new at tags, which it was. Um, and that it was in pristine condition. Yeah, their ratings are not very accurate. It was not in pristine condition mm-hmm. when I received it, which was interesting to me because you don't accept items when there's marks on them, but you had no problem selling me this new tag dress that had a hole in it in permanent marker stain on it. Now, I don't know where those happened. It could have happened while it was in the warehouse. It's very possible, right? They're marking things could have happened. So I, and I'm going to share my experience with everyone because not every experience is going to be positive on any platform that you're on, but I did reach out to my rep. They directed me to the customer service text line, which I highly recommend everyone to use for the real, real is use their text line because they will respond to you in a timely manner. If you can't get in touch with your rep, definitely text them. I think your rep can only do so much. Correct. Correct. They can. As much as they, as much as they're wonderful, they're limited in what they're allowed to This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Correct. So I text this woman I, and I had pictures and I had, I took screenshots of the listing and I stated my case and I said, this is not acceptable. I have ordered over 30 pieces in the last two weeks. And if I receive any more items that are like this piece, I'm returning everything. I don't care. Like I'll take all my money back. That's fine. That doesn't bother me, but this is not okay because you said this was pristine and it was new with tags. Well, they get a refund. So another thing. Another point to that, and and I think it's interesting, is, you know, when we do list on Poshmark, Macari, eBay, we take up to 16 pictures and 12 on eBay and whatever. And, 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 you know, if we don't note any little teeny tiny discrepancy in the fabric, you know, someone can legitimately open a case. The real real takes three pictures. Yep. Front, side, and back. Right. And I bought... um, a pair of vintage, now they were vintage, so whatever, Gucci heels from them. And they were the old floral pattern, which I mm-hmm. love. And I got them. And there was no photo of the inside. 
Interesting. And when I and when I got there was you know side bottoms, yeah. mm-hmm. front, mm-hmm. and when I got them, the inside was a little too crusty for me. Yeah. And I know they were vintage. I understand, but there was no mention of that in the. So I ended up selling them on, I think, Macari. So, <laughs> which is fine. I bought them with a credit, but I really wanted them. And that, that made me sad. Um, there was something else, too, when I mentioned when I sit on the floor and sort. When I take stuff to the buy-sell trade, my purpose is to walk out, to walk in with a lot of pieces and to walk out with one or two good pieces for the real, real. And after last week's podcast, not two weeks ago, when the girls were talking about investing more in a piece, yeah. the other day I had, and, and I accumulate my credit sometimes, most of the time, if I'm not too impulsive, at the buy-sell trade. And um, I had over $100 credit because I'd been bringing in, I'd had a lot of rejects and yeah. they were taking them. And um, they weren't too mature. And I saw a pair of, I didn't exactly know what they were, but they were Nikes and they were marked $60. So I did my little Google whatever and I bought it on credit. Huh? Google Lens. The Google, thank you. The Google Lens. Sorry, I am, I was born in the 70s. The Google thing, you know, like the Instagram, the Facebook. And (laughs) I'm the mature one. And, and, um, and, and I did, I spent like, but, and then I, and I heat and hawed about it. It was a $60 credit about these Nike tennis shoes that look like they're going to go for over 200 and something dollars. So the point is when I go to the bias and, and they pay you 80% for men's sneakers, PS. Okay. At a certain point. Cause I had a, yeah, I had a pair of men's sneakers that sold for a lot. Um, and I made 80%. So what I do at buy, sell, trade, my strategy is I take my rejects from the real, real and turn them into future real, real things. I walked out with three pieces and I'm sure they're going to accept. Well, I can't be positive because <laughs> right. it is the real, real right. one Columbia new with tags, one North face new with tags and the Nike shoes. And I still have credit on my account there. So that's, that's another way that I get mm-hmm. stuff without, spending more money than I've already spent. Yeah. And I, you can apply this to, so Robin's applying it to the real, real. I apply it to, I do apply it to the real, real as well, but in a different manner. So I send things that I'm not going to send back to the real, real or things that I had. And I'm like, I, I'm not doing anything with this, right? Like with, with the free people stuff. And I send it to thread up, whatever money I make on thread up, I do the exact same thing. I just cash it all out. And then I use those funds to either buy better brands to sell myself or have those funds. So when I go sourcing in Boston or I go somewhere different to source, I know I'm going to find the brands that I don't always find around me. And then I pick up those pieces that are either going to go to the real, real or sell myself kind of thing. And that's kind of what I've been doing with sourcing on the real, real right now. They have crazy sales going on in the real, real because they're, they're liquidating a bunch of stuff as they get ready. Ooh, for I need to go summer. look, I have credit. Yeah. So I, a lot of, so last night while I was sourcing on the real, real, uh, and I posted this in our, in our discord that we have for the Patreon, um, which everyone needs to join. (laughs) (laughs) I can say it because it's not my Patreon, it's yours. So I can say that has been sidebar. The Patreon has been the most beneficial five bucks a month. You can, I have met a group of women and I'm sure they'll be in if we wanted them. Well, not if we wanted them, if they wanted to join. Yeah, please. We've had the most, I've learned so much. I've developed a community. Like 
you know, we're so helpful and supportive. Like, okay, sorry, sidebar over back to what you're saying. <laughs> you can edit that out if you want, but no, it, no, it can stay right in. Thank you. Thank, Robin. You. Thank you. That means a lot. You um, know, I love you. I know. I love you. I love all of you guys. Um, I forgot what I was saying. You oh, were saying so sourcing. sourcing. The real, real. Yeah. So while I was clicking, I, so I save a bunch of stuff. Like I look up certain brands and I save them. There's a little heart that you can press and it's called obsessions. Right. And I save them just to see when they get marked down or what it actually sell at. Like I just, it's market research for me, but also I keep an eye on things that I might want to source or buy for yeah. myself. So as I'm doing that last night, I'm clicking on things. And as the, some of them were 60% off, some were 70% off. And then when I clicked add to cart, they switched to 80% off because they must've been doing their changes at that time that I was sourcing. It was like 10, 11 o'clock at night and I'm in bed and I'm like 80% off. And I started clicking on all my obsessions that I had and six of them ended up becoming 80% off as I was putting them in. I was like, I don't know if this is a glitch or what's happening, but I'm checking out right now. And um, can yeah, you use so a coupon code then too? No. So I try to add the coupon code and never <laughs> I never try because I always forget. I'm like, darn it. No, it never works. I think it only works on like full price things. I don't know. It never oh, works God. on anything that's marked down. I try. That's so amazing. 80%. So it's been like my new fun thing to do is to go in the real real and, and some people say they get really overwhelmed and I do too being on there and trying to source because it is, it's a lot, but a my lot. only suggestion to everyone is you filter to like down to the littlest detail so that you can kind of like work your way into it. So like I filter by women's and then clothing, and then I'll take all the check marks off of everything and just click like dresses. And like I don't, dresses. Right? No, that's too much for me. I can't do clothing with that. I have I go and this is kind of how I source too. I I don't so, I source clothes last because it's too overwhelming too to me. Yeah, yeah. In the stores and in I walk in, I do purses, I do shoes, I do uh suitcases. Then so I you do, do the perimeter and then you walk into the middle. Well, sort depending of depending on where you are. But then I do coats. Mm-hmm. because that's something that that's another good. thing the return on investment on coats it's so is good. especially on the real real if you find a cashmere or a wool cashmere blend or even fur. if it's well, for, well but no they've sent some furs back to me and then i'm like what am i oh, gonna really? do with this yeah if it's not branded or and actually even the brands they don't like i don't know i don't know enough about fur that i don't want to collect them mm-hmm. i have I have some that were my grandmother's that are in the closet that I don't want to, I definitely don't want to sell. I may have made into, make into teddy bears for the kids or pillows oh, or something, nice. yeah. but I, you know, and nobody, nobody, I mean, maybe people do buy furs now. I don't know, but don't it, know not in this area where I live and it's cold. And so, yeah, it's not a good idea. So, but, um, so what I, men's coats, uh, men's blazers, women's coats, women's blazers, because that's where you make the most money because I think about like my grandpa always told me when he wore his bat mitzvah suit, you know, the suit he bought for my bat mitzvah when I was 13 years old. And he'd be like, look, and I'm like getting married. He's like, I'm in my bat mitzvah suit. So, you know, he spent a lot of money on it. So, you know, women, we've got dresses up the wazoo, but men only have a few suits and they're going to spend good money on it. Mm -hmm. So that is, and, and coats, um, that's because, my favorite category to sell in the real real is coats. Well, yeah. The return is just <sighs> unbelievable on them. And they don't necessarily have to be the biggest, best brands. No, but the quality, they need to feel good. 
yeah, the quality has to be there. The fabric has to be there. Um, I, I have one they're waiting on right now that's been approved. They like Halston coats. They price those pretty decent. They don't I have like one Halston right clothing. Um, well, they don't price it high. No, they'll, they'll accept they'll it. They'll take it, price it, but not H Halston, just regular Halston. Yeah. They're done Big with difference. the H Halston. Big <laughs> difference. Ooh, learn that. Thread up will take the H's. Um, <laughs> but so um, I have this one coat, and it's funny the the brand name is Miss Madison. So I took a picture and showed oh, it to my little Maddie. one. And but it's like this camel colored cashmere, and they took it. And I'm waiting, and it's one of those ones where like I'm waiting and waiting and yeah. waiting. But you know what? That's the fun part about the real real. I have to know. Well, did I tell you? I okay. I bought these. They were Saks Fifth Avenue, and they said made in Italy. These little bags, and I was like, "What's taking them so long?" It's just a bag from Saks. Right. It got priced at five hundred and eighty-five dollars the other day. What? I don't know. So I texted a picture because okay, so Jenny and I talk like all the time. So yeah. I texted her a picture like, "Have you seen this?" And she's like what so she goes what year was it made i said well it's definitely vintage she goes well vintage is king right now i'm like well they kicked back a lot of my other vintage and they kicked back bloomingdale's and they don't price neiman so high but apparently they really like vintage sacks right now so go get i paid a dollar 25 i'm and there's another there's one more in that same lot that i'm waiting on and it's funny because i waited for it to be the color of the week because otherwise it was like 6.99 and i'm like i don't want to pay 6.99 so dollar <laughs> 20 they listen for five hundred and eighty five dollars that's the game you play with the real real it's true and it's not going to sell for 585 but no. i'm at the 70 percent, no matter what even if it sells for a hundred dollars i'm gonna get 70 dollars on a bag i paid one dollar and 25 cents for and that's just the name of the game when it comes that's to the real real you have to make it fun like you, you just you have i to call realize, my husband yeah you have <laughs> to realize it's a game you have to play and you just strategize and it's like a game of chess almost like you need yeah. to strategize and figure out what move you're going to make and then see what move they make. And sometimes it ends up working out really well. Sometimes it doesn't like I'm looking right now at the box that I just sent that I posted the YouTube video on and out of yeah. the two items, they're not taking one, two, three, four. How many did you send? 22. Okay. Five, six. So not too bad. Out of That's 20, not bad. They're not taking six. And it's the ones that I kind of knew they weren't going to right. take. So I'm not surprised by it. So when I get right. those pieces back, they're going to go to thread up because I don't want to deal with them. And they've been sitting for months at this point. So um, I, my last one was two hundred was so that's the other thing that i do differently since this is it's my main platform right, okay this is Robin's i mean platform. this is my main platform and it just worked out that way because i'm lazy and <laughs> no of course and 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 not only am i lazy it's working yeah um you know and i, I mean so you know poshmark I don't make nearly as much, but I don't put the effort in. Right. And, you know, it's what you always say. So my last consignment was, well, they play with the numbers. It was, we thought it was like 170 something, but at the minute they're saying it's 220. So that's the other thing is the amount I'm sending in is ridiculous. Much greater than me. <laughs> yeah. So, and I'm doing it twice a month usually. Like yeah. Jenny's over here twice a month, at least. Right. You know, every right. once in a while, like, she's like, hey, what you doing? I'm like, okay, I'll clean up some shoes and get them ready for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's so great. You have such a good relationship with your, with your wife. Oh, well, it was, what was really funny was there was this 
barware thing that I bought and I sent them. It was Sheffield. It was crystal and silver and it had the silver things on it and it labeled like rye, bourbon and scotch. And she said, oh, I love this. And I said, well, if it gets rejected, it's yours because I don't know. And it got rejected and they lost the silver pieces and it was sterling. So guess what? They paid me out for the silver and Jenny got the barware. So that's one thing that we didn't talk about that I want to mention before we wrap up here is um, when it comes to items that are damaged that you yeah. sent in that they might have damaged and you notice it or whatever, or it comes back to you damaged um, or you purchase something, whatever, whatever it is, whatever the situation is, right? There's an error that happens and pieces get lost. I had it happened to me before where um, two pairs of shoes, each one didn't come with the matching shoe. So I got, I just have two singles, like I'm at right. the bins and I'm missing the other pair. Um, <laughs> the real, real will make it. Yes. Work. That is they the do. one thing that I can say that no one can ever complain about when it comes to the real, real is they will make it whole and they will. It takes some out. nagging sometimes. It does, but they will pay you out according to what they would have listed the item at, not at what the discounted price might've been at what they would have listed it at. I, I can't say exactly for sure because I, I don't know. I when when they lost that Bob Mackie Barbie, well, I don't feel. Story. Yeah, I don't feel I got compensated for that enough. But when yeah. they lost the silver things on the bar things, I was yippee. They've broken some things that they've rejected and sent back, and and they'll make those whole. Sometimes they want me to send them back because, like you know, with UPS, you need to do that for the claim, and I'm fine with it because I mean, then it's not in my house. Right. And it was broken. Right. So what do so, I want it for? Like I'm holding on to one China plate right now because I'm waiting to hear if they want the plate back with to get paid out, which, okay, fine. But otherwise, like, yeah, I mean, it was great that like, I mean, I felt, and then last night, actually, Jenny texted me because she was looking at an auction where they had those silver things for auction. And she told me how much they went for. And I'm like, oh, they went for like 185. And I was like, I didn't get paid that much because okay. <laughs> it, it was sterling silver. So, I mean, I was yeah. sad, but. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I mean, but they try to do right by their by they their do. Sellers, which they I, do. Know, overall, if you, you've made it this far on the episode, the real real is a great <laughs> great place for you to dabble your feet in when you feel comfortable. Don't be scared. There's nothing to lose. You can always just ask them to send it home. Exactly. And there's no cost. Correct. There's no cost. And people have said they said that they're going to put a cost on it. I will tell you from my rep, my my rep's mouth. They are not. No, there it is in the contract. It is in the contract and it does say it. And if they want it, yeah, they could. So yes, Danielle is saying no, no, no. But if you do run into it, it could they have the ability, but they never have. I think if you abuse the policy, yes, they would in that in that instance, they would enforce it. Sure. But I recall things every once in you a while. You recall a whole I, closet. Didn't you recall like all recall of Boston like at one point? 300 pieces. And, and this is when I lived in the apartment. 
and there were so many boxes outside of my apartment door. I know. They never, they never ever at the apartment complex came inside to put it at the door. I'm pretty sure the office manager was like, you can leave them inside at the door. There. And the people that live near me must have been like, what is wrong with them that live there? Because Where have they been shopping? There's so many boxes. It's a lot of boxes. That's another thing. And they've gotten better at they're it. Not very sustainable. No, they're getting better. First they of all, the boxes are so flimsy. They better be sustainable now. <laughs> Well, now they but do poly bags too that you can that and, wait. And I told you that the poly bags are reusable, which you know I reuse when I do resell. And I don't want people to think that are on Poshmark you're getting my rejects. It's, it's they're <laughs> real, real rejects. They're still good. I'd still use them. It's just not good enough for the real, real. Half my house isn't good enough for the real, real. Probably yeah. three quarters of it. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but um, but uh, yes, the days I get returns marked brings the boxes over to my office door and I can't get in my office. Yeah. And then I can't get out of my office once I've opened them. And then there's white bags everywhere too, which I reuse gold. I reuse those. I mean, when I sell things on Poshmark, somebody buys a pair of shoes, they get three of them because you get one for each shoe and bag that holds it. Yep. I do the same thing. I use them for the same thing. You know, there's 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 way more more pluses. There's way more pluses than minuses. There is. There is. And there's a lot to learn with it, but that's with any platform. And I think once you start doing it and you realize what your bottom line has to be for these items, how much you can spend for certain items, learning different categories. I mean, kids is a hot seller on the real, real too. And that we didn't even talk about that, uh, um, but there are so many great categories in there. Take some time and just research the website, reach out to have a consultation with someone. They'll explain the process to you. They're very, Oh, they're so not, they're your first month. You're with someone special. At least that's how it was when I started. And it's like a little teacher person. And then you graduate into your second month. <laughs> yeah, it's true, but they're very good about it. And they spend a lot of money on advertisement and really pushing to have people sell on their platform. Like they, they really try hard with that. And I know there's, there's horror stories with every place that you sell. Yes. On. But take it from two people who have sold on the real, real consistently and have made good money in the real, real and are successful with the um, selling on that platform. It is worth your time and at least send up, just send a box, just send one and box it's not, two items. It doesn't matter. And guess what? Items. There's no energy involved. No. There's no pictures. There's no negotiating. There's no low balls. There's nothing. Right. It's just a check at the end of the, at once a month on the 15th gets deposited into your bank account. Now you do have to wait on that too, but Hey, (laughs) yeah, it's either, you know, and you know, there's a whole other side of that too. If something gets returned in the 30 day Uh, period, you know, that, that amount of money is going to come out of your commission check. But if you owned a store, if you owned a storefront, same Same thing. thing, it's the same thing. And I think that's why some people struggle with it as well is that, um, they have a return policy. Yeah. But, but we don't have to deal with the returns. They nope. deal with it. Yeah. I had, oh, I can't tell you at Christmas, I had this Wallace soup terrine that got returned. I'm sure somebody used it at their Christmas dinner. Oh, I'm sure they did too. And then they washed it and they sent it back. days to send it back. Right. So they used it. They washed it. They sent it back. Guess what? It's sold anyway. And so they took the money out and then they put the money back. Yeah. And it's just, it works like any other retailer or buy, sell, trade or consignment. I mean, it works the exact same way. So I hope this episode was motivating to all you guys. I hope you learned something new about the real, real. Hopefully you guys are going to try it. 
I mean, Hopefully I they'll still hear because I rambled so much. I'm so sorry. You didn't ramble at all. <laughs> Stop it. Um, Robin, we're trying to convince Robin to start a YouTube channel on the real <laughs> So um, as soon as she does that, I'm just going to blast it all over social media. I will leave Robin's Instagram and um, her Poshmark closet and stuff on the show notes, even though she's not really active on social media. That's okay. I'm still going to put it in there for her. It's I'm too mature, I think. Isn't that <laughs> why? Sure, she said. Um, I just and- forget. <laughs> <laughs> so we will be back next week with you guys i don't even know what we're going to talk about next week i have we have a few episodes on the back burner that we're holding on to but we might surprise you and release a really fun one who knows stay tuned because this was boring this was not boring this was quite entertaining <laughs> all right everyone thank you so much thank you robin for spending time with me tonight oh i love you so much love thank you, you. My all bye, right everyone. bye everybody